Sister Tanika, God bless you. I just wanted to wish you a late Merry Christmas as well. I I really appreciate you sending a little message with um, good wishes for the Christmas and for the new year. And I wish the same to you too. I believe that your ministry is going to continue to grow as this new year comes up. Because you have been faithful, you have been brave, and you have been consistent. And I really believe that that makes a firm platform for God to really be able to be glorified through. So I praise God for you. I praise God for your ministry. And I just encourage you, 2020 is going to be a year. So I really uh, expect and I'm sure you're expecting great things to happen. And my prayer is that God will do exceedingly abundantly above all that you have even asked or thought. According to Ephesians 3.20. God bless you, my sister. Hey, this is Althea with Wove Inspirations, checking out my girl Tanika Drake on God's gift through his word. Continue to listen to this woman of God and her messages. She is inspiring, encouraging, and uplifting as many people as she can through her voice, through her words of encouragement, and just through her heart as well. Um, I am blessed and fortunate to have her to be not only a fellow podcaster, but I can truly call her a sister. And so I want you guys to continue to listen to Tanika Drake with God's gift through his word on this podcast station. This is Althea with Wove Inspirations. You guys have an awesome day. God bless and happy new year. Baby, Miss Tanika Drake, you are beautiful, girl. I hope you are having a great day so far. I hope you have worked yourself a little bit out of the funk. I'm sorry to be a little bit late on the pump up, but I just got to let you know once again that you're amazing, that what you do matters. It holds purpose. People look to hear what you have to say because your views and your opinions and your thoughts are so pure. You know, people can hear you, but people can feel you a lot more through your show and who you are as a person truly shows. You're amazing. You are great. You are phenomenal. Whatever you're going through, do your best to let whatever you can't control go and just focus on what you can control, which is you, your actions, and your will to succeed, girl. Go out. Make it happen. I hope you're having a blessed Saturday and enjoying the weekend so far. One love. You're listening to God's gift through His Word with Tanika Drake. Yeah, that's right. Hello, everyone, and thank you for enjoying my mom's show. God's gift through his word. I hope you guys have a lovely day and I hope you guys stay tuning into my mom's show.
Hey everyone, this is Tanika Drake, your host of God's Gift Through His Word. Hey, I want to share with you the book signing that's coming up February 15, 2020, and it will be at the address 21400 Hawthorne Boulevard, Torrance, California, 90503, and the phone number 310-370-5636. This is a Barnes & Noble in Torrance, California, so please, please come out, save the date. There will also be a Eventbrite link that you can sign up for. Please do sign up. Please do purchase the book um, either on Barnes & Noble, Amazon, or you can get uh, two books for me, two for 20, however you want to do it. Just make sure you get your books. And if you order it from Torrance, please order it in the Torrance bookstore from Barnes & Noble. Have them send it to that bookstore so you can pick it up and they can see how many books they need to have on order. So please, please tell somebody, tell your friends and invite people to come out. It's a free event. So I'm hoping to see each and every one of you at the book signing. Please, please come out and support, support. And like I said, it is free. So remember the date, February 15th, 2020. God bless your hearts. And I can't wait to see you at the book signing. Stick around, have a couple announcements, and we'll be right back. Hey everyone, this is Tinika Drake, and you guys know what's coming up. Of course, uh, you already heard about the book signing coming up February 15th, but I'm also going to be looking for volunteers. So I'm looking for at least nine volunteers that want to help me with the SoCal Podcast Explosion 2020. It's going to be very different this year, and it's going to be very unique. So I'm going to need a lot more hands. So if you're interested in participating and you can do anything um, in person in Southern California, I would need to talk to you. If you still want to be part of the promotional side where you just promote on your podcast, I'm going to need your help as well. So please do consider um, volunteering to assist to make this uh, this event very successful because everybody's going to get their due credit. So if you are a podcaster, we will be talking about you, that you also help to make the event successful. So I'm going to need a lot of people. I'm hoping to get a team secured at least by the end of February the 28th. So if you are interested, please let me know. If you know somebody who's in Southern California that would like to assist and help, please let me know that as well. And I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Enjoy the rest of the program. God bless. Good morning, everyone. Uh, This is Tanika Drake from God's Gift Through His Word. And uh, I wanted to... Um, take time out. I know this is cuffing season, and I hope that you will um, check out my live on uh, God's gift through His Word, because I was planning to talk about um, cuffing season, and from Galatians, the fifth chapter, verse 1, and then 16 through 26, Romans 12 through 1, but right now, um, it is always it is always hard for me to ignore certain things that have been dropped in my spirit. And I know the word says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. And um, it it is what I am fighting right now. 
and it seems like I'm fighting it more and more and still trying to combat still trying to combat the fear and the this weird kind of feeling that I have about trying not to do certain things even though I I know that it's been put in my spirit to do what I'm doing I just still have all these negative thoughts of course that I get to hear and just the other day as I was sharing with one of my family members I was talking about uh, my book and what the family member said to me is oh that book is done don't write anymore just leave it alone and I said no I'm going to I'm going to keep putting the book out there as best I can and I have a book signing and I said, a book signing for what? I said, for the book. They said, you wrote another one? I said, no, not yet, but I'm still doing the same one. It's just, I can feel how the support is just not there. And even when I talked about my situation, it's almost like it was hugely denied. I said, I was in domestic violence because of what I was trying to leave. And what my family member said was, nope, no, that's not why. No, that's not true. We try to tell you not to marry him. What? So, so what? I just know that everything that we go through, God can use. I am convinced of that. I am convinced of that. I understand As humans, we go through things. I understand it's hard. I understand that our human mind and our capacity to think past our emotions and our feelings sometimes gets in the way with what God wants to do in our lives. And we let people, and sometimes people who are close to us, discredit and undervalue the value that God has put on us. And yes, we should not think higher than we ought, but there is a very bad detriment of thinking lower than you should. You don't think about yourself lower to the ground of being trash because then you'll never do anything. And I don't like being emotional on my podcast, but it hurts so bad that I have to fight. I have to fight to contain my emotions so that they don't convolute and turn and twist the Lord's word to something that it's not. And that I don't convolute and twist and turn the word to something that he didn't say. I just... You know, I just, I just think about how long I've been doing this show and how many times I've wanted to quit. And it was in me having to fight myself and and stop doing what I've always done. And I'm, I'm doing it this year. I'm forcing myself to do it this year I'm I'm standing to fight myself 
to pass these fears. I'm standing to not run away from people who are trying to help and be close to me, even as a friend, because I'm so used to shutting people out, cutting people off, because I just, I just know that sometimes back in my past, after I had been hurt for so long by so many, I decided to just cut people off. I would cut them off and I would isolate, which means I didn't want to be around nobody. And I purposely would get rid of people, men and women. I would get rid of them. And I don't think that's what God wants us to do because I know he wants us to have fellowship. But as I think about all these different things, I am just reminded that you have to fight regardless of who is your friend, who's not your friend, regardless. God wants us to move in faith. And if you can't, if you can't fight the good fight of faith, what are we doing? I know this life has just got so much evil wickedness in it. Sometimes you wonder, like, Lord, why am I here? It just seems like there's nothing that I'm going to do that's going to make a difference. Nothing that I'm going to do as one little individual makes a difference. Not because I'm not famous or a celebrity, but my reach is what? You know, and sometimes I have to fight those ne- that negative self-talk that's like, who cares what you say? Nobody cares about your stupid podcast. Nobody cares about what you're sharing. So you share about the word of God. There's tons of people that share about God's word. What makes you any special and more different? Nothing. There's nothing unique about you. There's nothing special about you. And you're definitely right to think about the passage that the Lord says, you better not think about yourself higher than you ought because you're not even that high to think about anyway. It is that negative self-talk that I fight because for a long time I have heard that there's nothing special about me. Nothing. I enjoy being single because I've never had an opportunity to actually be single for a long period in time and just enjoy being single. And it's not friends that that um, trouble me as far as cuffing season goes. And if I want to keep it real and be really honest, I don't want to get married again because I'm scared to death of doing it one more time. I'm scared to death of it. I don't want to. And I got to watch what I say, but I'm scared to even try it. I know that I have the courage to love somebody, but to move past a friendship, I I just, uh-uh. I don't think I'll ever find anybody that I can trust like that again to be so vulnerable to the point that I share some of my most intimate details and the betrayal and the hurt and the daggers no there's no man 
that I know of right now that I would trust to be in that capacity in my life. As a friend, I would have friends all day. That's fine. That's a safe space. That's a very safe space. I'd rather have tons of male friends than anything closer. Anything closer, I start to get ready to get on my running shoes and do all kinds of things to sabotage, separate, and and I'm very good at sabotaging relationships and causing them to be destroyed. I self-sabotage, I self-destruct relationships on purpose so that anything that looks like it's even moving remotely into that direction, I make things happen so that the person's like, you know what, you're not who I thought you were. You're not who I believed you were. And I've learned to do that. And I know I have to stop doing that because God doesn't want us to act like that. But I don't know. I don't know, you guys. I don't know. Please just pray for me. Every chance that you get on here, just pray for me if you listen. If I only have one listener, which is the Heavenly Father, that's okay. I don't want anything for anybody. I tried to do everything by myself and make it on my own. I don't like begging people for nothing. And when people give me things and they're sweet about it, I'd rather just not ask. I hate asking people for things. I even hate worse asking anybody for money. I don't do it. If I'm suffering, I'll just suffer in silence. I don't care. I don't like to beg people for nothing. Because I don't I don't want to have to put a hand out begging. Can you help me, please? Can you give me just twenty dollars so I can go and buy myself some laundry detergent? <laughs> can you give me just a hundred dollars so I can put food on my table for my kids and myself to eat? Can you give me some money so I can pay my light bill? No, I won't. I'll do everything else but and if we have to sit in, in, uh, you know, in the home where we have to use candles, then so be it. And I'm not saying that for you guys um, in particular, just using that as an example. But I've always learned to not depend on anybody except for my Heavenly Father. And because I know he's been there with me in certain instances... I can't give him up. And although Jesus chose me, I choose him back. Because the things that I've gone through through my life, he's the only one that knows me for real. When the world slaps labels on me, he just says, I love you. I died for you. When the world slaps labels on you, God still yet died for us when we were sinners and enemies of God. He died for us. And I think about him more than than I normally would. I get so excited to go to Bible study. I get so excited to hear people talk about the Lord. I get excited hearing because he is amazing. He's so awesome to think a God that created such a huge universe knows me so intimately. Daddy said, you know what? I love my creation. 
I'm going to send my son down. His only son, he only had one. He only had the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know if we understand really what that means. As a parent, I have one son. Could I sacrifice him for somebody else's life to be saved so that they could have eternal life? I don't know that I could. Even Abraham, he took his son Isaac. And God said, I need you to sacrifice your son to me. And Abraham was taking Isaac up and lay him down. And the little boy would say, Isaac say, Dad, where's the sacrifice? Where's the where's the animal for the sacrifice? And Abraham, God will provide. And later on, there was a ram stuck in the thistles in the bush. Do we understand that God is merciful? He doesn't give us what we truly deserve. He doesn't. I have looked at my life and I have seen God's hand on it in places that I was just like, Lord, you protected me. How can we be so selfish? How can we be so lackadaisical and not care about souls being lost to ever perish into a fiery pit of hell that they were not that it was not designed for humans why do we want to go there why does anybody want to burn in hell why why do we want to cast ourselves there by our choices because god doesn't send us there we make the choice to go we choose to send ourselves to hell why do we want to go there why is everybody trying to get on a first plane or a first train ticket straight to hell? Why? Why? I don't. I. I don't know. Even if we share the truth, people will reject it. People will reject it. They don't want to hear about Jesus Christ. They don't want to hear about him. And I know one of the pastors was talking. And said, uh, when they name and talk about Jesus Christ, it gives people a bad response. Something about the name Jesus. Something about the name Jesus. It's the sweetest name. (laughs) I know. There's something about his name. I love to call his name. Jesus is the sweetest name I know. Oh, how I love to call Jesus. Why do we take the time to practice doing things contrary to the Bible? For those of us who know the word, we know we are required to do it better and be better. We are. We have a responsibility. We owe it to not just ourselves, but to our Heavenly Father and to our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord, our Lord, the King of Kings. 
we owe it to him. We owe it to the Holy Spirit to not grieve the Holy Spirit over things that is blasphemous. We owe it. Everything that we do should be as unto God. Offer up your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to the Lord. Don't go out just willy-nilly with your body. In Romans 12, 1, it says, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. That's your spiritual act of worship. And see in the notes, it says this. Paul draws an important inference from the truth set forth. Of course, that's coming from Chronicles 1 through 11 that he's um, talking about. Oh, actually, chapters 1 through 11. I'm sorry. Chapters 1 through 11. And it said, God's mercy. Much of the letter has been concerned with demonstrating this. Your bodies, living sacrifices in contrast to dead animal sacrifices, or perhaps living in the sense of having the new life of the Holy Spirit. Not merely ritual activity, but the involvement of heart, mind, and will. Worship. Obedient service. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Always. I don't know what else I can say, what else I can do. But I'm going to continue to share God's word. I'm going to continue to do my best to share as has been given. And as the Lord leads. So on today, if you would take time out, maybe a minute or two, to pray for me. I'm asking for prayer that... I could get some solid people to help me to move things along in everything that I'm doing while I'm trying to turn God's gift through his word into God's gift through his network. I'm going to need some help, some solid, real help, not these people who are flaky. I don't want those kind of people to help me. I need people who are going to be solid and be there. So please pray for me that all the ventures that I have, the team that I'm going to need to facilitate and do things, I need a team. I know I need a team. And I will not be able to pull off any of this stuff without them. And so please pray that the Lord will provide me solid men and women, believers, even non-believers, that will come alongside and help to develop what needs to be put out into this world. I definitely am looking for volunteers if you would like to help with your skills and your abilities. If you can do a website, a landing page, I need your help. 
If you can help me do goodie bags here in California, I need your help. If you can help me scout out venues, get vendors, find pricing, all of that. I can't do everything by myself. I really cannot. So please, please, if you're serious about helping, I need your help. I need uh, a lot of help um, to make this particular Soul Cow podcast explosion happen. And since it's going to be two days, I'm going to need a whole bunch of people. So I'm hoping to secure a team, um, hopefully by the end of this month, that I could have at least seven to ten solid people, if not at minimum five. But I would like a lot of hands in order to make light work. So um, I definitely need some, some folks to assist. So please keep me in prayer. Lift me up. Don't forget to tune into uh, Walk in Truth Radio with Pastor Jay. And thank you guys for tuning in. Remember to be blessed, motivated, always inspired to do what God has laid on your heart. And you've been tuned into God's Gift Through His Word with your host, Tanika Drake. Take care and have an amazing day. Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walk With Truth Radio. I need you to turn on and tune in to God's Gift Through His Word with Tanika Drake. Yes. God didn't tell me to listen to her. You know what? It's just common sense. She has an awesome program. She's an awesome woman of God. And guess what? You can really learn from her. Yes, she's the one who bought me the podcast. And I thank God for that. So turn on and tune in to God's gift through his word with sister, author, extraordinaire, Tanika Drake. This is Pastor Jay with Walker Truth Radio. I always want to be encouraged to be blessed and be at peace and walk in truth. Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walk in Truth. I've been commissioned by popular demand to go over a subject matter that I find near and dear to my heart. It's Bible interpretation. The biggest cancer in the church is biblical illiteracy. Not knowing how to read, get the most out of reading your Bible. And just because you carry a title of pastor, bishop, or all the clerical titles that are thrown around, doesn't mean that you are skilled in interpreting the word of God, which is a requirement of a pastor. So what we're going to do today and for the next couple of weeks, we're going to pick scripture out that is misinterpreted and misused often by Christians. We need to understand that if you do not get the context right, which is the who, what, where, when, and how, economical, economical, political, and social, and religious information, your interpretation may be lackluster, and your application will be whack. Yes, whack. I afford it to like this. I tell a story all the time about peanut butter, and peanut butter is meant to be spread and eaten. Can you imagine if I came into your house? And I asked you for some peanut butter. And you said, sure. And you would ask me, do you want cun- cun- uh, crunchy, excuse me, crunchy or smooth? And I would say, I prefer smooth. You say, I have that. Then you would ask me what brand. I say, Jif. And you said, yes, I have that. I'd say, okay. And you would present it to me. Give me a spoon or a knife and say here. And would you like some bread, crackers, some fruit to put it on? I say, no, I'll take care of it. So I proceed to go into your bathroom, take the peanut butter and spread it on the bottom of my shoes and walk out onto your carpet or your nice floor you would holler at me you would wonder where in the world did I get that application from well peanut
peanut butter is really not meant to be used that way. It's meant to be used as a spread, to be eaten. That's the way it's supposed to be used. I can put it on my shoes and walk on your floor, but that's not the best application. Same way with the Bible. We've taken scriptures out of context and our application is simply whack, out of space, don't belong, and it confuses people. And what normally it does, it appeals to the flesh and not to the spirit. So you're using Bible words, but you're taking them out of context, which means it doesn't have the effect that it's supposed to have. Some of the things in the Bible are written for us, some are written to us, and some have nothing to do with us because of the culture that we live into today. So what we must do is dwell into the Bible like a mind full of gold, take out the things that are not good, and then leave in the things that are. Come up with a great interpretation, come up with an awesome application, but it all starts from digging out the context. So for the next couple of weeks, what we're going to do is I'm going to give scriptures that are abused and misused and taken out of context and hopefully try to explain to you what's the best way to contextually understand the word of God so you can read the Bible for all it's worth. This is Pastor Jay with Walking Truth. I always want you to be encouraged to be blessed and be at peace. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Gloria TP5 from Grown Up Eruptions, telling y'all that you better tune in to God's gift through his word. Say what's up to Tanika Drake and tell her I sent you. All right. Because the girl got it going on with the scriptures. Very peaceful and gentle. And the girl knows what she's talking about, about the verses. I'm a youngin, and I know it's a little hard to understand the Bible, but she makes it easy and simple. So y'all better turn in and tune in to God's gift through his word with Tanika Drake, y'all. Peace and love, and remember God is always, always, always on time. You are listening to God's gift through his word. With your hostess, Tanika Drake. If you enjoy the show here, don't forget to go to the Apple Podcast platform and make sure to leave a review and a five-star rating so that other listeners can find her. Reviews are the best way for people to know how great she is. You can also go to the CastBox app and leave a comment on her show. Thank you so much for listening. Here's Tanika. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate you being here. I hope you have thoroughly enjoyed God's gift through his word. Please don't forget to check me out on all the following podcast platforms, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Castbox, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Pod Bean, ListenNotes.com, LoftyCast.com, Radio Public, of course, and Spotify. There are tons more podcast platforms. You can definitely check me out on any of those that you feel to do. And please do not forget to get social with me. You can find me on Facebook. 
IG, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Let me know how you found me. Let me know how we can get connected. And maybe you can also be a guest on the show. So I hope you're going to have an amazing day, an amazing night, an amazing afternoon. Whenever you tune into God's gift to his word from all the different countries and from all the different places where you tune in each and every day. I hope that you find this inspiring. hope you find it motivating. And I hope it helps you just a little bit walk a little stronger in your faith with the Lord. Have an amazing day. Remember to always be blessed, motivated, and inspired to do what God has laid on your heart. Take care and thank you for tuning in.